This is another episode of Sort of Mindsets Podcast. Today we have Alona Misko. She is the CEO and founder of Fuel Finance, a company that provides products and services in the financial side. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, sort of like it helps others, small businesses and startups as well, uh, manage their P&L, which does the profit and losses and really doing all the spreadsheet work uh, that a traditional CFO may may have to do or uh, an accountant or anyone in the finance department. Um, so I'm sure that solves a lot of needs for people who are not, you know, accustomed to managing books or revenue or knowing how to raise money and things like that. So, um, and the special part about them is uh, that they're from Ukraine and that they um, have, you know, business in Ukraine. So I'm happy to have you here and, uh, and you know, super honored. Thank you. Thank you. Again. Nice to meet you too. How, how's it going over there? Just, I guess, just want to, you know, make sure everything's not as... Everything is okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything. Everything is like... Uh, I think for me better than for some other Ukrainians. So yeah, but uh, think that okay. If if there's a just wondering, like if there's something people can do, like what do you think the best way is to to help out, or I mean, you know, like offer some sort of care if you know if they're thinking about that. So how how other people can help? Um, do you mean uh, Ukraine now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have like uh, we have several ways uh, how everyone can help Ukraine. First of all, uh, it's like from the start of the war, uh, we have the link uh, with the nation to National Bank of Ukraine, who spend this money on the military forces in Ukraine. It's like the first, yes, and most obvious, I think, way. But also, I believe that everyone, like all over the world, uh, every person can help Ukraine uh, buying Ukrainian products. Uh, we have, like, uh, we have our friends create the platform with all Ukrainian companies. Uh, it's spent with Ukraine.com. Uh, and um, I think that every Everyone right. buying some of these products can help and support also Ukraine today. So, for example, you can know many different startups and companies, uh, and maybe someone don't know that this company is a Ukrainian. I don't know, like Pet, Dressics, uh, People AI, and many others. So, I believe that uh, simply using Ukrainian products, uh, it is also right, support right. for us. For sure, yeah, and uh, you know, love to get to know you and the company a little bit better. Just uh... Can you, uh, I guess, introduce the company and, um, yeah, how, you know, fuel finance is the is a name. But, what uh, is a fuel finance? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, fuel finance is really like cloud-based uh, financial department for startups. So we really take all headache from founders, starting from accounting, financial planning, contact analysis, and everything else. And uh, yes, we have Ukrainian team. Uh, which is based like here in Ukraine, and uh, also like what what we do, we make easier financial management uh, for every founder and, and for executive teams. So uh, I believe that it's something complicated, and uh, sometimes finance like seems to be very outdated, uh, yeah. very old, like non glamorous, and everything else. So that's why founders. Don't 
like to uh, managing their finance. So that's why we like create a few to change it. And we want to make it very easy, fast, uh, and with all insights for founders and without this manual uh, don't interest work. Right. I saw that you guys uh, were on Product Hunt. Um, that, that's pretty cool, by the way. And congrats for that. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's say like I'm a founder of a series. If I raise a seed round and I, um, how does this compare to, I guess, me making my own financial models or managing it through like Stripe, right? Or like something like that, like that. Is there, is there yeah, a in between? Yeah. yeah. When you start like your, when you start your business, especially for example, your raise seed, uh, first of all, even before raising seed, you need to prepare, first of all, your like financial reports and PL statements, profit and loss statements, which it's usually asked by different investors. And it's like the first step. And uh, yeah, sometimes also uh, investors ask financial plan. So like uh, it's the first step when you start to understand that you need like your financial part. But also after that, when you already raised, uh, money so you need to understand how to spend this money efficiently so when we talk about it you can spend like one thousand one hundred thousand dollars for example on one on one project and one activity or another and result from this like two projects they will be completely different and uh, without financial planning and understanding what spending will be more efficient, uh, you can simply spend money without, uh, without results. So when you have like data information, how to track it, analyze, make plan fact analysis, you can make like decisions how to grow faster, how to receive more results uh, with the same amount of money. I see, uh, Lona, where did you get the uh, idea to, to make this type of software and company just did you experience this like as a you had the problem of not not being able to or you had you talked to people and they had that same problem or yeah uh, I'm, I'm simply like have been working as financial analysts here for more than nine years so I completely understand this problem of managing finance because I was managing finance for startups mainly and uh, I see the problems that uh, startups, they can't, um, first of all, hire CFO inside their team because CFO is very expensive. Uh, mainly, they sometimes use, for example, CFO with uh, payment for hours, but it's really also expensive and not efficient usually. And on the other hand, they, in order to manage finance, simply use QuickBooks and sometimes use different XLS docs for different planning and everything else. Yeah. And uh, like they don't, they can't use like ERPs and net, like NetSuite and uh, others. And uh, when I saw this problem, so we started to uh, create with our team in managing finance for different startups. We started to create our proto ERP system uh, based on Google Spreadsheets. And step by step, we decided to automate it more and more. And uh, it's how we created this idea of digital like financial department software, because we like take the practice of more than 200 different businesses. Mm-hmm. We understand what should be done uh, for whom and how we can automate it. And uh, this is how we uh, 
decided to make you and what we do now. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's very fascinating. Like, like uh, what? Um, when did you? When did you? I guess, like, what made you really want to create the company? Just since I feel like, you know, there's ways around this. Like, like maybe someone can get like a contractor. I don't know. Like, see, see, like another option. Like, um, so the company does it do this automatically through uh, the software or like um, uh, managing to... their finance. Yeah. Um. So, um, do you mean like how we work usually with startups? Right. Like, um, like if somebody wants to be a customer, uh, do they? Yeah. Have. Like what are the, do they just, how does that work? Do they give you their numbers? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So uh, we have like, uh, that's why we have uh, support success financial managers. So they simply, first of all, we make the call with the client and we take all information, all data sources from the client. And after that, we connect all these data sources to our software on our site. And already clients receive like the system and results in the end of the first months. So it's not his problem uh, after he start he she start work with right. us. Uh, it's completely already not uh, the problem they have. So we take all information, all data, and after that, in the end already of the first month, they receive like all reports, uh, financial planning, and all the next months, like uh, client has weekly or monthly calls with financial managers. They simply have this system and uh, in their cabinet. So they see all figures results there, but also they have this support from financial managers and calls to discuss everything, like every question that uh, founder has according to finance. Nice, okay, that makes a little bit uh, more sense. So good, good to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And is it a monthly base subscription? So somebody pays like a thousand a month or something and depending yeah, on the yeah, geography yeah, cost. Yeah, monthly base subscription. So yeah, but the price is started like from $1,000 per month, but uh, it's monthly subscription usually with our clients. Gotcha. Is this, uh, I guess like, is this, um, how, how do you plan to like expand the, the company and the product just like, uh, um, what does is, what is the future look like for you guys in, in terms of what you guys are trying to do? Uh, future looks like, so I see this huge market with different ad hoc solutions with hard financial managers sometimes. And, but uh, like usually uh, art is like cookbooks and uh, sometimes right. it's funded by founders and different access docs. So we want to change this this sphere completely so we understand that it should be like okay i want to start my startup and like my financial part uh will be managed completely you know by fuel finance and uh, i don't care about anything so i give them my data all sources and i receive this result uh -huh. and i think it's something that every founder needs because uh, founders like they don't start usually startups to manage their finance they want completely to uh, do it to someone else, yes. And uh, that's why uh, we believe that we can 
do it and uh, um, what will be um, in our next like priorities uh, we will have to meet more and more this uh, work of financial managers because I really believe that um, CFOs and financial managers they should spend time on, only on some strategic questions for clients not for like uh, manual work right yeah and that manual work would be like making a financial model right or like could that be um, trying to prepare a report where, you know, you have to look into very de- like concrete um, numbers in, you know, Excel, yeah. putting formulas. And I've, I've looked at a couple of financial models too. They're, they're kind of complicated to understand since uh, you're trying to add, add, up, add, add up, right. Where, where, um, you know, what is <laughs> loss and, you know, there's also. And what, the, what, what was your impression from these financial models? <laughs> uh, I would make some, but they were very like time consuming, you know, like, uh, like, yeah. Or I you know startups, they would send me some and uh, uh, it just had so much numbers. And like, sometimes you don't know the n- name of like, what is amortization or like even something <laughs> more complicated than that. And you're trying to figure out like, but I think what's important what is, is it? <laughs> I think it's just like the, the, what do you call that the oh, it's like depreciation but like for an like an intangible asset right or something like that I yeah so. intangible assets but um, sometimes i even don't understand so uh, <laughs> for example when you talk about seed startups operate seed startups so they simply uh, not all startups need these financial models and uh, as complicated as they try to do it so uh, as I saw from communication between startups and investors, uh, there is usually no need to create such complicated financial right. models with all of these details on the first stage. But sometimes it's very strange when uh, like startups try to do it. I think it's not the first priority uh, on the very early stage. Yeah, but I think- yeah, it's priority when you already receive the money. I guess, like, do, how do you guys find, what do you, do you guys use fuel finance in, for your company? Like, fuel finance? Like, how does yes. fuel finance, <laughs> can you tell me about that? Yeah, like, how does yeah. that work? <laughs> it's a very interesting part because uh, we are very data-driven uh, company insights. And uh, I really, um, we have uh, our dashboard and uh, it's like, the dashboard in uh, very detailed level, like with very de- many details, and I track it on a weekly basis. So we have like, uh, I think, 40, 40 graphs, uh, which uh, is tracked on a weekly basis, but uh, from them, like 15 uh, are the most important. And uh, what uh, I compare there, so we have plan, plan fact analysis on weekly the basis in leads in number number of agreements in pipeline growth uh, in conversion rates in number of revenue in contracts in cash flow inflow outflow balances control number of clients retention rates churn rates uh, cost of acquisition lifetime value and everything we track really on weekly basis and uh, in plan and fact analysis and we also have like the plan till the end of the month and every week we understand if we are going in that way to complete our goals till the end of the month. So um, it's really not usual for <laughs> all startups, but I should say that 
that for me it's very easy way to manage uh, to manage the whole businesses uh, because uh, every like executive team member they have their dashboards and okay. they have their metrics for which they are responsible and when we want for example test some ideas like usually you do in your startup so you simply test many different approaches all time uh, we like track the results of these approaches so when we make some marketing approach we track number of leads conversion rates number of sales qualified leads and everything else and uh, this dashboard they help us to understand what approach was okay was not okay and make decisions faster what we should change every week okay yeah that's pretty interesting yeah that's great i mean just knowing that it, you know it can also go, go into forecasting is uh, uh uh good to know um so do people themselves like uh say let's say i had um a couple customers with revenue and there's you know of course cash capital in the bank um does fuel finance do that through the software or do people like look at the numbers and try to best you know inform yeah. you on where to put the money towards since uh, uh yeah everything yeah everything like is made with the software so uh, people simply track their figures so planning is made uh, automatically and also affect like actual information also made automatically. So what is usually on site of uh, team members understand and analyze uh, these figures to so understand, okay, what projects uh, were done, what uh, our decisions uh, had like an impact on these figures. And it's like the part that usually people uh, in startups team do, but they do it like in more uh in more data-driven way gotcha How, how's the business going right now just wondering with your own customers and trying to grow it at the same time just um how's the how's the feedback been from from them and uh <laughs> you know yeah um how how do so we still grow so we uh, after product hunt, we received many leads now, and uh, we already signed first contracts, uh, first agreements, like with uh, our clients, and uh, started to work with them. And um, everything like gonna be okay, I believe. So yeah, we had like complicated first weeks uh, during the war. So we need to relocate our team and everything else. But uh, now, like we have more stable situation so everyone like working i think even harder than it was before the war wow that's so impressive i mean really can you know clap clap enough for you <laughs> uh just just on it <laughs> thank you you know this this um you know me being in america and seeing like the whole russia attacking ukraine and all the violence that's that's really disheartening uh when you you know as a ceo of a company like what were you thinking when I guess what what are you thinking now and during the time because like, people's lives are in danger and you know there's there's a lot of uh, extra you know stress I'm sure and did you did you have any changes in strategy for the company and like uh, how how did how yeah. do you manage that? Uh, yeah, it's uh, for sure it's a stress and for sure we it was uh, like. Uh, I needed to manage uh, my team from the first uh, hours of this war. So we were like 
24 hours uh, on a contract per day. So uh, we communicated with everyone and uh, understand how to relocate them and have these calls when, um, you know, when like people, they're not, uh, they're in danger and you need to communicate with them in different ways. So first of all, you need to simply talk with them, help uh, to relocate, help to find the car as uh, a way to like relocate from one place to another and everything else so sometimes it's it was complicated to make communicate with uh, team members because uh, when mm, some of them uh, were not uh, like in the way they were easy to leave their cities so and that's why we have many different calls to discuss why you should leave the city why you should relocate because it's important and uh, of course uh, it was stressful um, but after like first two weeks I think already on the second week uh, we all started to work uh, so we started to work from bomb shelters and it was oh like oh my god already... really bomb <laughs> yeah. shelter holy thank shit god, thank <laughs> god we have uh, wow. wi-fi <laughs> bomb shelters my gosh you guys are you guys are a different level of a uh, tough so I, yeah. I don't even know, have words for that. Yeah, even even our product hunt was uh, also launched uh, from bomb shelters. So wow, <laughs> how how, <laughs> how, uh, how do you how do you uh, keep motivated, or like what makes you able to push through these physically demanding, <gasps> stressful? T- yeah. Do you think you just find that you love what you do and you have no choice, or? This puts yeah, food on like, the table. Like, how's it? What, what gets the whole team to do this? Um, first of all, first of all, we really have a very strong mission inside our company. So we believe that what we do, uh, we want uh, to help startups and businesses avoid financial mistakes that could not have happened. And we believe that with efficient financial management, we even can make impact on GDP growth. And uh, that's why uh, we have this very strong mission and we understand that we should work, especially now for Ukrainian economy. And uh, now, like many different startups who can work uh, in Ukraine, they do it and do it even harder than before because we understand uh, we have no many businesses in Ukraine who can still work. So we can pay salaries, we can grow. And it's like our mission now in this situation. And uh, of course, like we understand that we are responsible uh, for our clients and we are responsible to deliver the results that we like uh, ourselves. So that's why we do everything to do it. And uh, of course, um, like we have many plans and we like had a strategic session one week before uh, this war. And uh, it was like also very funny situation because (laughs) Uh, when we made the strategic strategic session and we made it um, in uh, co-working with the name Victory, and uh, it was very like uh, strange situation, Ukrainian co-working, and uh, we already had many wars with Russia in our history before, and uh, this co-working is like about uh, Ukraine, and uh, we were sitting in the room uh, where. Uh, in ma- making the strategic session uh, where was uh, already like photos and uh, everything uh, uh, everything connected with previous wars uh, between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, 
and uh, that's why it was like very strange for us but now we understand okay we should uh, we should make the strategy real because uh, we have no choice now and we should be productive so everyone like trying now in our team to volunteer help military forces and wow. work so everything in the same time uh this is a uh, my co-host Earl he um also has a startup, hey, yeah. so it's in finance how are too, you so. yeah definitely hey, hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm, how are you how are you um you know i'm i'm also a fintech founder so have a high respect i mean my question for for you is uh you know i mean as founders we plan for all risks right but then as you yeah. mentioned there's even geopolitical risks that you have to deal with like how do you even factor that in as a founder because you know you think about competition team funding right like all these things that just like stresses everyone out but you have this other one with geopolitical risk how do you even like factor yeah. that in as a founder i mean that's that's really amazing right yeah yeah it's not easy <laughs> because yeah we like planned uh, and as a founder we always think about different risks but you know uh we also like prepared for this risk one month before so we started to make different plans what will be uh with team with our work with this contingency and everything else uh so now managing political risks so now already after i think after three weeks we started to understand uh how to manage it so first really weeks you i was shocked so you couldn't understand what you should do and uh, it's very intuitive way uh in making decisions uh in order to save business save people and uh, help the country uh but already after the third week um you start to be um very uh i couldn't explain um uh okay with the situation yes yeah, so already you understand of the after the third week what is going on uh, you have new skills to understand what you should do during the during aids what you should do when you see like uh, different uh, bombs what what you should do like uh, to help your team members and um, you already understand the way of the support your team need now and um, so you already have this new skills after the third week and it's not started to be something strange to manage uh, the business already during the war so now for example we like uh, understand what is going on we understand that okay or like main part be of the team should be in western ukraine here is more safe place uh, everyone is already has uh, their own uh, their own like uh, management of the time uh when they reduce time for reduce time to volunteer time time to work so it's like i think now already is a more uh, more controlled way of managing business yeah alona i i think uh, alona sorry i keep messing up but i just want to say like uh you know i in in i guess in business history we learned that crises uh have a power to unite people and i can definitely tell that that's you and your team the whole country exactly like they're united to survive um not even as a business but as a human being right just yeah that's that's pretty intense um do you think that uh the the whole situation has i don't want to say like helped you 
become, I guess, more help you run your business with, with more like, like uh, leadership, I guess, just having no, has yeah. improved, you know, everyone's management. Leadership. Because, yeah, leadership right. for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, like uh, now I think that, okay, we already had COVID and oh shit we did have that (laughs) that was crazy too uh after the start of the so it's already the second the second crisis yeah this this is one is like couldn't be uh it's not complete in that way and as covid and it's uh much harder but uh with covid we were prepared already somehow so we like understand what can be uh like with revenue and financial parts so uh, it is like already we had some experience not in that way because usually like, uh, when it was COVID you should stay home when you have the war you shouldn't stay at home so it's like completely <laughs> oh different God. way so yeah. that's why it's another way of management but uh, yeah leadership of course and uh, it's always like it was a complicated question when uh, when you're like business when you do business and you entrepreneur and a ceo and when you like now should be friends and family for all your team members so it's you always need to be something between and uh, you couldn't be like in the one or in the what in other uh, mm-hmm. role but you should be like something uh, between it and it was really some some new type of leadership uh, not an usual way of managing the business yeah, can you describe that, that that leadership to us? Like, if you had to kind of think about, like, you know, how do you lead, you know, you know, during this time? Like, what what's what are things I guess is different compared to leading in, you know, non-crisis time, right? Um, mm-hmm. Especially in a startup, right? Because in a startup, you you kind of want to shield your people from crisis, right? As a founder, um, but then this yeah. one, it's it's not. You can't shield them, so. How do you how do you lead the, the, the your people right like how do you make them feel safe to focus on the business more than anything else right Yeah we have like uh, it's a good question we have many one to ones one to one meetings now and uh, every manager so we have like we have this Google spreadsheet with uh, details who in our team uh, manager what manager is responsible for what uh, for uh, which team members and uh, types of communication with them so we always updated the spreadsheet with information where is personnel uh, is uh, this person has enough money safety and uh, what is the situation with the family so and we always updated it when it was like the start of the war, we updated this uh, our Google Sheet completely one time for several days. Now we simply update it like one time for several weeks. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, what is really new is that um, uh, people they started to be exhausted. So um, yeah. you couldn't like work uh, forty days, uh, fifty days without weekend, without time to relax and. Okay. Uh, we also yeah. understand that uh, now teams start to be exhausted and we need, we communicate it and uh, I'm happy that we have a good atmosphere inside, inside our startup, startup and we t- can talk about it and discuss it. And uh, yeah, for example, today I had this call with our 
product manager because uh, he's also a little bit exhausted. And we had a talk that, okay, maybe you should have some day off because you need to manage your team. You need to be like a resource. And uh, it's okay to communicate in very uh, human way now. And uh, it's like something where the situation where team members, they need this support and they need to understand that they are not simply now like uh, only team members, yeah, they are also people and they're also Ukrainian. So, uh, and you need like to communicate in all other, in all their roles uh, to help them like manage with it. Hero, uh, you want to ask one more question? Yeah, um, maybe, maybe my last question here is, you know, um, what, what prepared you? Right, like what type of preparation you had? I mean, maybe growing up or, or anything to to handle this leadership style, right? Um, you know, any kind of story that you can share with us that uh, you know kind of at least mentally uh, or emotionally prepared you for leading uh, during this time. Uh, yeah, I should say that uh, you know we already uh, have worked in Ukraine since uh, two thousand fourteen. And uh, when this war started in Ukraine, in Eastern Ukraine, so it was only my start of my career. And and, um, uh, so I was always uh, participated in all such um, initiatives inside our country and uh, always had this proactive position position um, according to Ukraine and everything else. So that's why I think I have grown with it. And uh, when you already had the war since like start of your career, and after that, when like I started the business, uh, it was already the first crisis uh, after the start of the business was COVID. So it was like first lessons, and um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, like in U- being, in U- being in Ukraine, you always, I always had all these lessons, I think, um, how to manage with it. And uh, so that's why I think it's, um, for me, it's like now something obvious, but I understand that not all people in all countries uh, have the same, the same experience uh with the war that that started like from starting of your career no that's that's so interesting so when you guys are featured on cnn uh i think we touched upon it briefly but you're you're currently doing something where you give ukrainian business free services or free product right how has that been like several yeah we made simply several initiatives uh from the start of the war so usually uh, we try to support Ukrainian businesses in all ways that we can. So we are good at financial management. We are good at anti-crisis financial management. So that's why... Um, Anti-crisis. Mm, right, yes. I, I was, I, sorry, I, I was reading how you created a company to prevent companies uh, from going bankrupt uh, through finance. So yeah. does, that, does that... like? Yeah. Actu- I'm yeah, sure it actually we- helps, but... How does it actually help? I will explain. Yeah, so we made uh, the platform, like financial platform, 
uh, new, exactly new from scratch, where we connect uh, financial managers from all over the Ukraine and different CFOs with uh, Ukrainian entrepreneurs. And we connect them and they make like uh, financial managers make consulting for Ukrainian businesses. And we also uh, provide on this platform uh, all information you need according management, uh, financial management during the war. So everything about legal parts, everything about your financial planning, examples of financial planning that you can make, uh, everything about cash flow management during the war. So uh, financial managers and CFOs uh, from Ukraine, they use this stuff. And with this stuff, they help entrepreneurs to manage uh, finance. But we manage them on uh, this platform. So uh, it was like first our initiatives that we made. And uh, we made many consulting, uh, consulting uh, already for entrepreneurs through this platform. And uh, another that was done, uh, we made it with uh, Lyft 99. It's another company co-working, uh, like right. co-working for startups here yeah, uh, in uh, Ukraine. So we made with them together a platform um, which helped small Ukrainian companies and businesses who changed their business and key product during the war. So, for example, they made beautiful shoes before the war and during the war. These businesses, they make now military boots oh. and uh, they do it without, uh, yeah, without revenue. And we made this platform where everyone uh, from different countries can donate and help uh, the Ukrainian businesses with their stories, with information, what they, what they do now, what uh, business they had before the war. And it was like second, our initiative. And... Uh, so we like understand that we are uh, good at uh, helping Ukrainian businesses and support Ukrainian economy now. So that's right. why we believe that uh, what we should do. Right. That's, that's seriously amazing. We're coming towards the near end of the podcast here, Alona, but I uh, just want to ask what we normally ask uh, people who come onto the show. So the first question is, if you were to give advice to Alona, a 20 year old person or back when you were 20 um what do you think you would tell her about you know business and entrepreneurship hmm. uh first of all um, uh, first of all i think that um the first recommendation to me uh like when I was 20, that um, you, should you should find your personal uh, personal way to manage the business and people. And uh, what is written in books is not always a source of truth. Uh, this is the first one. And the second one, I think, uh, to use experience of other entrepreneurs and founders, because uh, sometimes when you need to find answer on some questions and you try to do it by yourself, you simply can ask uh, other founders or experienced people for a 30 minute call and you will get like more information uh, for the yeah, smaller 30 minutes, period, right. shorter period of time than, than uh, trying to analyze and find uh, some information by yourself. I think 
these two recommendations for me uh, in 20 uh, would, be, would be very efficient. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, what, what do you have a book though, just going off of that, like that you really think inspired you to become a, a founder in, in yeah. general? Yeah. Uh, I like the book from good to great. Uh, it's like Jim Collins, one of yeah, my yeah. favorites. That, yeah, that's yeah. a great book. That's a great book. <laughs> yeah. And I like that they like made this all statistics and all figures uh, and <laughs> different <laughs> models to analyze all companies. So <laughs> I like the way they do it and uh, it's really interesting, like the new way to analyze companies. So I like it a lot. For sure. I think one thing just popped up, Alona. Uh, I want to ask, like, what is, you know, me who doesn't know much about Ukraine, what, uh, what, what should people know about Ukraine from like a business side or like just in general, because uh, this whole thing's just new to me. Yeah. And I want to educate myself for sure. Uh, from business side, uh, I should say that uh, all Ukrainians are really hard workers and we have very strong IT part and uh, many engineers uh, and developers in our country. So, and uh, that's why we have already many technical startups uh, that were created in Ukraine. And I think, you know, uh, Grammarly, Prep, Grammar, Preply, uh, Reface, PeopleEye, PetCube, Delphost. It's right. uh, like many different cool startups which were created by Ukrainians. And uh, I think uh, we also have very strong uh, fashion brands. Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, Ksenia Schneider, Ruslan Bahinsky, and uh, many others. Uh, like, and I think, yeah, it's very interesting that we had, like, these two combinations in our business, fashion part and technical part and startups. So yeah. I think it's great. Let, no, that's, that's, you, that's good to know. Maybe don't know about. For sure. No, that's amazing. I think the last thing I want to ask um, is uh, if you were to tell us what your sort of mindset is, what would you say it is? Um, uh, I think that uh, data-driven mindset. And does that just mean to work with you know, make actions based off of data and, and facts or how does that apply? Uh, yes, I think um, I always uh, I always make a decision based on different data. So it can be, uh, I always try to analyze everything, make plans, even when it's impossible to plan something. I think it's better to plan than not to plan. Right, right. <laughs> so that's why uh, I think this uh, way of thinking. So I receive many information and um, receive uh, many, make many decisions uh, after analysis. So in analytical way. So that's why I think this my. Um, my type of thinking uh, mainly based on different analytics, on different analysis and uh, on different um, data-driven decisions. Gotcha. I think that's, that's about it for the podcast, Alona, but um, just want to say thanks again. I mean, it's amazing how you're able to, to do this and wishing you, uh, you, so you know, safety and, and uh, health, good health and everything else in uh, that part of the world.
Yeah. Uh, last, last part yeah. is how, how do how do people uh, use fuel finance or support your business? Um, of course, it's available globally. To you have customers in the U.S. and across Europe too. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the best way to support fuel and uh, all other uh, companies simply use our products because uh, part of our revenues we like spend on support uh, military forces here in Ukraine. So I think it's like the, the best way now to support uh, Ukraine. And people can find out more at fuelfinance.ua? Yeah, and on our, on our website, uh, everyone can find all information about us and about how everyone can support uh, Ukraine today. To, to use the platform, do you just need to, is it a checkout or do you need to like go in through like a beta service or like how does that work? About data service. Uh, or a beta, like a trial service? Or like if I want to use fuel finance, oh, I don't have a company, but like uh, if somebody did, the, um, they just sign up and it's that they pay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They just uh, just sign up. Uh, they like leave, uh, leave request on demo on our website. And uh, already after this uh, demo, like in first call, so we... Uh, communicate with all clients and we show what we do and uh if we see <laughs> yeah 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 we have a match so okay <laughs> uh, like clients start to use our product well thanks you know it's been gr- lovely meeting you and and uh you know just can't even thank express you. how impressed uh we are of the company thank and you. yourself and team thank and you that. Dan, and thank you earl Thank you, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for your time here. Uh, definitely fascinating conversation. Thank you. Thank you also, guys. Hey, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the support. Um, if you guys have the time, leave us a review on Apple Podcast or tell your friends about the show. I'm always looking to grow our audience. And uh, if you guys have any uh, suggestions on guests or talk to, topics we can do in the future, uh, just send us a DM or email us at startmindsets at gmail.com. Um, it's been super fun. Can't believe we've hit 65 or so. Um, you know, podcasts. This has been a two-year two-year journey so far. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to making more great content. And, yeah, have a great rest of the week. Stay safe. We hope you found some inspiration here. Um, and just to remind you all, uh, you can go to Spend With Ukraine to support Ukraine uh, businesses and uh, the, 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 <laughs> doing a little bit too much talking. So, hey, see y'all later.